Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the second episode of the HSF podcast series, Sustainable Cities. I'm your host, James Ray, um, a fun, an associate in the funds and asset management team at HSF London. Um, if you didn't get an opportunity, please do tune into the first episode of the series uh, where we spoke to Arsene Sharaliski from Bankers Without Boundaries on a very interesting topic of non-binding climate city contracts. Today, I have the great privilege of speaking to Hyman Fisser, who's a um, fund manager and uh, head of sustainable cities at PrimeVest Capital Partners with a focus on communication infrastructure and smart cities. PrimeVest is a private e- equity firm uh, which targets sustainable investments in residential communication and similar infrastructure. Hello, Hyman. Nice to chat. Thank you for joining Good us. <laughs> Good morning. Maybe, maybe a little correction, though, uh, James. We are not yeah. a private equity company, uh, but we are right. really a institutional investors. Uh, so we're really working for pension funds and uh, uh, and insurance companies. So a little little correction on that. Ah, sorry. sorry, sorry about that. Um, no problem, no problem. But it surely won't be affecting the subject matter of what we'll be talk- no, talk- no. talking to today. Um, no. So we we met at um, City Climate Impact Day, uh, the conference in Helsingborg. Uh, the idea there was to bring cities, private capital, and innovators together. Um, and it would be great to get your um, views on a couple of things that were discussed there and some of the projects that you were working on. Firstly, um, what was your role there at the conference and um, what were some of the key takeaways for you? Um, no, I think, first of all, I think I was very happy uh, that these kind of events or conferences are being organized. Uh, because it brings the great opportunity together of the public sector and the private sector together. Um, so that's uh, maybe the first takeaway. So th- those events are always good because it brings people on speaking terms together. Um, yeah. Secondly, I was um, yeah one of the uh, participants uh, of a panel discussion uh, together also with municipalities and some uh, uh, some private companies to discuss on new innovations on the part of sustainability, um, give my perception or give my, uh, give my reflection, I would say, uh, on, uh, on those projects. So that was also uh, nah, always nice to do those kind of things. And I had a lot of good talks with uh, yeah, different or potential customers that um, uh, yeah, we can also uh, deliver our financial services to. You've been doing a couple of these um, conferences, and, and, and I know that we just chatted about um, separately on the fact that you've um, had a similar fair of sorts uh, um, there on, on, in the Netherlands. Um, and I guess what I wanted to know is, are you seeing progress in, in the field? Do you think that there's sort of development in the right direction? Um, are, are sort of innovators and finance starting to manage to um, – basically, are, are we seeing um, progress towards – some tangible um, investments and opportunities in, in, in these spaces? Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think so. Um, yeah. I've been involved now in this, in this uh, yeah, type of field uh, and, uh, and asset classes now for over the past uh, five years. Mm-hmm. And I remember very closely uh, the, uh, uh, my first visit that I brought to the Smart City World Expo, for example, in Barcelona. Yeah. which is organized uh, uh, over the past couple of years, uh, every year in November. Um, the first conference, I mean, everybody was looking at each other and didn't really know, uh, 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 I mean, how to discuss the different topics and where to look and, and who to talk to. And if you look over time, uh, apart from the conference that is still being organized in Barcelona and where a lot of municipalities Europe-wide come to, but also worldwide come to, 
Um, you see also a lot of events, events being organized within Europe itself, but also uh, within the Netherlands itself. So yesterday we had a, uh, um, uh, a kind of a municipality fair in one of the municipalities in the Netherlands, where more than 30, uni- 30 municipalities came together to look at the sustainability of street lighting in the Netherlands, in the Netherlands, but also combined with the smartization of street lights in the public space. And how can you use street lights for more functionalities than just the only functionality of light? So there's a lot of appetite from people to use the objects that are already in the public space, to use it for more, yeah, more than just one functionality. And that's, that's, I, I think it's a very positive uh, development. Yeah, I mean, this is a perfect time to speak about it. And it's, it's a topic that came up at the Hausenberg conference as well. Could you tell us a little bit more about the Streetlight Project and, could, and maybe some of the obstacles that you encountered? Not, maybe not perhaps on the technological side, but in the relationship between yeah. um, cities and private investors. Yeah, yeah, I will, um, and I think it's a it's, it's a good question. Um, I think first of hand, and that was especially what you saw a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, there was quite some distance between, let's say, the financing uh, institution institutions and the municipalities. Yeah, um, finance was a little bit uh, uh, strange, odd, not on the topic of the uh, 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 of the municipality. Uh, sometimes of the elderman, yes, but not on the uh, on the regular regular operational field of the uh, municipality. Um, so that's one. So that has yeah. really uh, uh, been changing. But the difficult the difficulty that it still makes is, um, for example, is public lighting is usually organized in a different department of the municipality than, for example, uh, EV charging it. And there's a lot of demand for EV charging, um, but the two departments between the same municipality is already hard to bring them together. Um, uh, let let you say that it is hard to get the decision making finally on combining objects, or using yeah. objects for multiple purposes, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because everybody's really organized in their own stovepipe. Yeah, yeah, I can I can understand that. Um, so I mean, I guess. From that perspective, let, let, let's focus on on on, on the, the street light example in the sense in the sense and with the cities and the way that they speak. There, do you think that there's a disjuncture between the way private investors think and the way the cities think about their projects? Um, and do you think there's a way to overcome that? Um, yes, there is a way to overcome that, um, but it takes a lot of effort. Uh, and it takes also the, um, uh, let's say, the, the best partnering, partnering options that you have. Yeah. And what I mean by that is we've been looking um, for uh, setting up the equity for investing in those type of asset classes. Yeah. Uh, but from our perspective, uh, we are an institutional investor. Uh, uh, we are good and great in, 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 in car parks. Uh, apartment complexes, this residential uh, uh, real estate, investing in, uh, for example, glass fiber networks for communication yeah. infrastructure. But smart city is a completely different uh, topic with a different uh, uh, decision making. Yeah. And what we did in the whole equity raising in the beginning, so we went to the regular institutional investors like yeah. pension funds and insurance companies. Mm-hmm. But what we got back 
from most of the municipalities, they say, okay, but those companies are way far out of uh, the business model or the public uh, uh, the public services that we need to deliver in our municipality. Yeah. It is not a really logical financing partner. Right. Now, let's make it short. Finally, we came out with the bank of the Dutch municipalities in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. which is a way more logical debt financing product that we are right now using in these kind of investments. So it's mm-hmm. not equity that is going in. No, it's, it's just debt financing that's going yeah. in. And debt financing is a lot more easy to understand for a municipality than uh, uh, equity putting. And, and why is that? Is it because of the historical um, setup of municipalities and their relationships uh, with finance? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do you think do you think there's um do you think there's space in 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 um in in sort of the asset class and and especially in the context of cities for equity financing? Or do you think that debt financing fits? And and why do you think debt financing fits better so much better than equity financing here? No, I uh, I think it's a timing issue. Um, I think in the phase that we're right in, uh, uh, right in right now, is Mm -hmm. um, is still exploring and see how the business models works. So for a municipality, it's easier uh, to step into a financing construct construct that they know, eh, which is debt financing, Mm -hmm. instead of stepping into a full flex equity proposal or a combination of both could be also possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when the market gets more mature. Um, and we have more projects finally on the market, uh, then it makes really sense by uh, equity providers to step in and take over the debt financing, for example, of the uh, of the BNG Bank uh, right now in the Netherlands, uh, and to let and to let it grow uh, uh, even more. Um, so I think once again, I think it's a timing issue. Uh, start with debt financing, and finally, it will slowly grow into a uh, into an equity. Uh, uh, Equity I think I think that's quite fascinating. Um, and and let me let me come back to the equity and debt discussion um, because maybe there's also some scope there to discuss um, an initially blended approach um, while the model builds. Um, but one thing that struck me at the conference uh, it was it was actually I, I cannot remember the name of the city representative at at the conference, but she said that. Um, you can't make um, us spit into your spreadsheets, um, is, her, is what she, she mentioned at the conference. And, uh, uh, and, and I found that quite fascinating because ultimately uh, finance is about spreadsheets and it is about providing uh, a model um, and then uh, making sure that there's some sort of return. Even if there's not a part of profitability necessarily, it needs to be sustainable in a finance sense, uh, not only in, a, in an um, environmental and social sense. Um, so do, do you have any comments on that? Do you think, what, what kind of conversations do you have to have with cities um, to make them realize that um, people want to do good, but there are ways to do good that are both financially sustainable and uh, environmentally and socially sustainable? Yeah. Um, I think on the one hand, um, ownership of their public space and the mm. assets that are in the public space is a very important thing. Um, and of course, I mean, uh, maybe you and I know that ownership uh, has nothing to do with uh, how you finally uh, uh, organize your city uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the way you use your assets. Yeah. But for a municipality, still, the ownership is a very important part. Uh, also, from the perspective, perspective of a legal responsibility. Because, for example, if we pick again, uh, we pick those light columns, 
Uh, and one of those columns, they fall down and they fall on top of a car and it gets damaged, etc., etc. Uh, the municipality will be ultimately liable for uh, the damage that is uh, uh, that is caused. And of mm-hmm. course, I may, and of course, they can put the bill to to a third party. Uh, but first of all, I mean, they're 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 the first party to uh, 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 to get in contact with. So that's the one hand, I think. And um, the second part is municipalities are organized in budgets. Yeah. So they only have a rational discussion uh, about investing is from a perspective. I have a certain budget budget mm-hmm. and with yeah. this certain budget, I can do things A, B or C. So I need to choose. So they don't have the uh, let's say the uh, the regular insight as a financer that you can do a and b and c unless you finance it in a different way you structure it in a different way yeah. and you put a, a way more longer investment period yeah. uh, uh, and and return period uh, a return period on top of it mm-hmm. a municipality is thinking in a four-year budget uh, 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 rotation and after yeah. four years, the new budgets for the next four years are being uh, are being deployed. Um, so they they have a lot shorter term of investment they're looking in than mm-hmm. uh, the regular terms that we have. If we look in passive infrastructure and especially streetlights that go up more than 40 years or uh, communication infrastructure networks that are even more than um, 60 or 70 years in the ground. Yeah. Well, it's, well maybe it's a we big, need it's to. A big difference. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's in the terminology. It's, it's, it's difficult to get away from. You know, when, when we speak about government's productivity, we speak about government spending. Um, and that's not government investment, right? That, that's spending no. a budget. Um, imagine if we turned around and said, oh, well, what's government investment looking like this year? Um, it would, it would be a very different conversation. But I, I mean, it, it, it's very, and I, it's, it's difficult to, to sort of, to turn around and criticize them because the, the, this is what they're they're done. I mean, this is what they're built for. They they get given a budget from treasury. Um, they get got get get told to go and make changes. Um, and now they're saying that they, in order to meet the net zero targets, they need private capital on board. But they, I think, from a from a government perspective, it's very difficult to now marry this idea of private capital with their with their um, I guess their mandates for 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 public spending. Um, and, and, and I guess what I wanted to ask there is how, how do you become part of the conversation? I mean, this is one thing that seems to be a bit of a pain point, even at the Hausenberg conferences. We're speaking to people that are, are responsible for net zero cities, responsible um, for climate ch- um, projects within the, the cities, but not necessarily the ones handing out the tenders, not necessarily the ones um, on the ground doing the projects. Um, so, so how do you get from speaking to those responsible for the targets and those responsible for actually implementing the projects on the ground? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's also a good question. Um, what we do, and let's say I've learned in the past because I've been the whole tendering process for many years, mm-hmm. also for my uh, for my former job in which I worked for KPN Telecom and was responsible for the public sector over there. Yeah. Um, I think. It is always uh, the approach. It's it's a double approach. Mm-hmm. In one hand, on on the one hand, you have the approach on let's say the level of the of the elder man who has finance in his uh, 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 in his responsibility, or uh, the one that has sustainability in their responsibility. But the elder man is just putting the vision, is doing, uh, but who's not? They are not doing the operations. 
So yeah. on the on the on the second hand, you also should address the uh, the employees of the municipality who yeah. are finally responsible for a tendering process or for a renewal process, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So what we do is we always cover both sides of the field in the discussions that we have with with municipalities, mm-hmm. which is sometimes very difficult because sometimes a municipality employee finds it uh, a very distracting that you talk also with the elderman. Right. And on the other hand, when you talk to the elderman, they right away say, okay, you have to talk to the, uh, uh, to the employees of the municipalities because they are the ones that finally get the work done. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. And if it really doesn't work, uh, uh, we move on to a different municipality. But in the meantime, we did already for more than 50 municipalities in the Netherlands, the complete financial analysis on the cost saving part, but also on the revenue part. Um, in which the municip- municipality can benefit also from uh, 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 using their uh, yeah, public street furniture actually also mm-hmm. for for second or third or fourth tenants who can mm-hmm. use this uh, this functionality. So I guess that that brings me to the the, the sort of big question here and, and and probably the last one for today is I think that. There you, you've established a model. It's a model that you can sell to cities and potentially one day develop into a more blended finance model. And I wanted to get your idea on that. Is, is there scope to develop similar models in different spaces other than street lighting? And, and maybe we should speak about the street, light, street lighting case first. But how, how do we develop these models in order to attract the equity financing that you can traditionally get from pension schemes or from insurance companies? And how do we convince cities of the sort of benefits of that um, in the long run? Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, our model, and it doesn't really matter how you call it, and uh, you could call uh, it light as a service. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not leasing. Let's uh, let's be really clear about that, eh? because those were part models from the past. Um, but in a way, it's a concession model. Mm-hmm. And uh, the benefit of a concession model is is that the risk is being diverted to the investor, uh, and the municipality is getting the service. Mm-hmm. And concessions we know already for a long time. We know concessions from the perspective of publicity in streetlights where you have those uh, publicity boards uh, in uh, in streetlights. But we have concession models also for EV charging, for the, mm-hmm. reg- for the regular charging points, for example. So the business model, in a way, is not new. Right. The business model is new in combination with public lighting. Yes. And that's a really difficult uh, part for a lot of municipalities uh, to adapt to, because they have seen public lighting as a primarily asset and ownership of the municipality, it stays also with the ownership of the uh, of the municipality, but you kind of uh, 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 let organize it by a third party who is also taking over the risk uh, uh, for it. Mm-hmm. And so I think the the model in a way uh, uh, is not completely new. Yes, it is new because we're adding new functionalities in the same asset of the streetlight. That part is new, but the concession model of exploiting a infrastructure for a longer period of time, which is really logical to get equity financing in because it is 15 to 20 years, is completely logical to also to implement on the public lighting infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that that's quite interesting. And for me, the key takeaway is that 
the equity financing is something that can be explored, but it's always going to be a sensitivity um, to cities to give away ownership. And, and I mean, understandably so. Um, but yeah, um, I think it would be great. And, and, and maybe maybe we can chat uh, after the podcast about putting a link to to sort of some of the, the, the material discussing the streetlights that you guys have done in the Netherlands. Um, but for the meantime, thank you very much um, for taking the time to talk through this. Um, it was a great pleasure. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what comes forward, well, what comes comes from, um, from from your streetlight models at Prime Best and, and, and all the best for the future. Super. Thank you very much. James.